Hello again, and thank you for tuning in, or downloading, or whatever, to the Jazz Violin Podcast. This is actually our second episode of August. We usually are doing one a month, but I decided that this one needed to come out quickly. Um, because uh, Joanna Gardner, who is our guest today, has just brought out a new book with Charlinberger, all about uh, Char's approach to learning um, to improvise on, well, actually on the violin, but may, I think mainly on the violin, but um, on the guitar and the bass as well. So um, let's get on with it. First of all, this episode is sponsored by Shirtler. Shirtler are a company that is dedicated to amplifying your string instrument. So that could be a violin, a viola, a uh, cello, a double bass, a guitar, a mandolin. They do everything, absolutely everything. And they do it very, very well. So I use the Stat V. Um, I have mentioned this before, but I'm gonna say it again. I've been using it for the last seven years. And anytime I need to play over the top of a drummer, um, or or alongside a drummer, that's maybe not a nice way of putting it. But um, if I have to be able to be heard whilst playing with a drummer, then I this is the the pickup that I use. Um, it, I you know sometimes it's nice to use a microphone. In fact, most of the time it's nice to use a microphone or play acoustic. But there are times when we can't with a drummer, and that is when I use my Stat V. Um, it gives you an excellent tone without any feedback. And lots of people who have been on the show are exponents of this uh, of this same pickup. Um, not as I you know I have to admit not Cha or um, or Joanna. They are you know especially Cha. Actually, I don't know much about Joanna's ideas on this, but I know that Cha has a lot to say about um, us always playing acoustic because of how amazing an instrument, an acoustic instrument, the violin is. But having said that, for me, sometimes I need to be amplified. And when I do need to be amplified, I like to be amplified by Schertler. Okay, so let's move along. Um, yeah, we've got Joanna Gardner on the show today. And we, um, she was really enjoyable um, to chat with. We met up in central London and uh, we spoke, well, we mainly spoke about how the process of creating this new book with Cha. It's really interesting. Um, it's a short little interview because we both had to get to our respective gigs on time, but. Um, Yes, um, that's it. Thank you. Yeah, but we'll start with just how you how you started playing as well. How I started yeah. playing? Well, I started playing the violin when I was five. Right. My parents, my mum teaches the flute, taught the flute. Okay. And my dad is a piano player an organist mm -hmm. and uh, they both sing in a choir so very musical parents so yeah I started off doing classical violin right and um, 
grew up having lessons, doing my grade exams, and right. then uh, I went to Edinburgh to do oh, did you? Played right. in the National Children's Orchestra and the National Youth Orchestra. And then I sort of fell out of love with it completely and um, never wanted to play in How an old? orchestra again. How old were you when that happened? When I was 19 and I started my degree, which okay. was in music, not in performance, so it right. was very dry. And it was all about like the beginning of music, okay. and then by the fourth year you get up to like modern day. Is that at Edinburgh Uni? Yeah. Okay, right, yeah. I've heard that it's, it's quite... Yeah. I just want, liked Edinburgh, but I should have gone somewhere else with right. a more interesting yeah. um, music degree. So I stopped playing for quite a long time, like uh, about eight years pretty much. Mm-hmm. Just, um, and then it was really playing music for fun that I got back into it again. I right. moved to Brighton and played a little bit with some friends, you know, their songs and yeah. stuff like that. And then I moved to London. Did you? Yep, right. lived in Brixton for a couple of years. Did a PGCE to become a primary school teacher, get a proper job. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, a friend of mine was living in Spain in Granada and was like, oh, it's amazing here, you'd love it, there's loads of music. Right. And I was really depressed and hated my job. Okay. And so then I left and went to Spain. Is that and you, were teaching, I, you were teaching music? I was, no, I was teaching primary school. I was just in my first year, my qualifying uh, year. And it was so stressful. Man. And I was in a not very nice school, right. which I realized afterwards. You right, know. yeah. Um, yeah, so then that's basically when I started playing, listening to this music as well, oh. to Gypsy Jazz. Like it wasn't until then that I'd heard Django really. Right. Um, Grappelli, I'd heard the name, but I've sort of had this like classical snobby attitude about right. any folk music or any, right. yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, which is such a shame. <laughs> so many lost, <laughs> lost years. Um, so then, um, yeah, I started playing in a band called Cheek to Cheekers. <laughs> cool. Nice name. Thanks. Yeah, we're pretty proud of that. And we were really terrible because none of us really knew anything about how to play the songs that we wanted to play. So it was a torturous process. Okay. And then I met um, Nick. He came, he arrived in Granada. Right. And he's my husband now. Oh, cool. Yeah, he knew all about this kind of music. And I was like, ooh, wow. (laughs) And so we started playing in a band together. And he introduced me to um, the CD of... Lolo Meyer and Cha right, playing yeah. violin. I was like, oh wow, he sounds amazing. Like it's yeah. really different from Grappelli, but it's just so, so melodic and yeah. interesting and swing and groovy. Mm-hmm. And we went from, we were living in Granada and we used to go in the summers um, to Amsterdam. That wasn't recording, but that doesn't matter. Okay. This, this is, and it sounds great. So Okay. Yeah, so we went. Um, up to Amsterdam to busk in the summer because it's mm-hmm. too hot in Spain. And we went via Samoa and we saw Char play in 2010. Right. With Lola. I think, yeah, it must have been the tour for that mm-hmm. album or the, whatever. Yeah. And so I met him in the campsite and I took his number and was like, he said, oh yeah, if you're in, Brus- if you're in Amsterdam, come to Brussels and take a lesson. Mm-hmm. But we were too skint to, for me to follow up on that. Yeah. Um, didn't have any money, went back to Spain, then we moved to Vermont, and it was basically when we came back to Europe in 2013, we moved to the south of the Netherlands, mm-hmm. and you know, sometime during that year, I was like, ah, oh, I still have this number written in the back of this notebook, Yeah. let me just give it a call, 
Yeah. And uh, it worked. Yeah. Spoke to Char and organized a lesson. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I went and visited him and he, I went for like a lesson for a couple of days. Yeah. And he just didn't stop teaching basically for the yeah. entire time I was there. I was just learning a lot. And, yeah. um, and I said at some point, I was like, you know, it'd be great if you had a method book or a, uh-huh. I think it would be really interesting. You have so much to say. And, sure, yeah. Um, and he just laughed it off and was like, what? My method? What are you talking about? Right. And then um, I went to another workshop at his house the following, like six months later. And then we saw him again. He, he did a workshop in Holland, the Grappelli camp. Mm-hmm. with Tim Cliphouse and after, at the end of that he was like you know if you still want to do that book right. I'm open to it so I was like really? Right. fantastic and um, and then he came up to Amsterdam you know a month or two later uh-huh. stayed for four days uh-huh. um, and we just talked we did a lot of the biography we talked about his life and mm-hmm. to get that part of the book he was just like what kind of book do you want to do what is it really mm-hmm. um and it started off, I started off thinking of it as a violin book, because obviously that's what I was interested in learning from him. But he is, he's got such a lot to say about all aspects of gypsy sure, jazz. Yeah. He's got a you know, really interesting perspective, because his father is a gypsy and his mother is a Belgian lady. Mm-hmm. And so he went to normal school and he... Mm-hmm. Um, is very eloquent about expressing well as you know you've done a podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um yeah i thought about which different topics would be good to include you know like mm-hmm. how to learn a new tune mm-hmm. rhythmic ideas just kind of different aspects of yeah playing together mm-hmm. and we spent a long time yeah him talking about everything and me recording it all and then after that you know writing it all down yeah okay um and it just sort of took longer and longer yeah all right okay (laughs) well you know after that first time i thought oh there's a couple of things that we haven't covered Uh Uh because it was a lot it was a lot of information over four days i spent the whole winter then so you started doing it in four days and in those four days you just you tried to cover everything yeah well we we knew we hadn't covered everything we hadn't done any audio examples okay. we just kind of um talked about his life talked yeah. about violin exercises we i don't think we'd really got onto the guitar stuff okay and i didn't really have a clear idea of how the book would be broken up mm-hmm. so it was just like here's loads of information now go and mm-hmm. kind of write it down and see what goes together and mm-hmm. um and then yeah, the next time he came up, it was like, okay, we need more guitar stuff, actually, yeah. because that's really interesting. And Nick yeah. helped me to transcribe that stuff. Okay, yeah, because it'd be difficult, right? If you... Yeah. Yeah, so all the guitar things in the book are with tab and mm-hmm. um, transcription. Um, and I had to learn how to use Sibelius, which is a... Right. So you'd never used it before? Arduous task? No. Yeah, it is, it is quite arduous, especially at the beginning. I think, yeah. <laughs> do you do like the hot keys and stuff? Have you well, luckily, 
my neighbor karen had was ah. an expert so i was like karen uh. how do i how do i do that why won't it yeah. just be sat there looking at the screen like so frustrated and you just yeah. end up googling everything don't you? yeah i just like i'm really bad with it I'm, i've always just been like just click on everything and just drag it about and you see people who are like <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's I'm karen not, so i'm not that. lucky i'm yeah. not there uh, yeah i find it really boring yeah it must be really it's really difficult but i think yeah like any computer program once you got it it's nice yeah and it's yeah. then it's easier now yeah so true. by the end of this process having transcribed all the solos i started off doing it on an ipad with i write music i thought oh that'll be up to the task okay. and then as soon as you export it you can't change like how many bars in a line or anything oh, right. so you can't really okay, you, can't see it, you right. can't really um edit it for printing yeah so is good for it you can do anything with it okay yeah yeah get some sponsorship yeah, I don't, I don't think that. I don't think that's the, we've got the right market here. A bunch of people who are like just transcribing violence. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so you're saying that you didn't know. You started off. You didn't know how you were going to break the book up. But how have you broken the book up? Um, it is broken up into Charles' biography. Okay. And then some sort of general points about music as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like, why do we play music? Uh-huh. Um, and and then there's violin section, which is like specific exercises for getting around the instrument. Okay. There's a guitar section with specific exercises right. and things relevant to guitar. There's also, um, before all of that, there's general principles for anybody who wants to start soloing. Sure. So how to get to know a new tune. Right. Um, yeah exercises like fun or games yeah. to play to yeah. do that um and there's uh, what else is there transcriptions of solos for each okay. instrument and then there's a section on double bass as well transcriptions of his solos or yes okay most of which i was like oh i want to put that solo in i really like that one okay and a couple of which Joe suggested. Recorded, so. like from... Yeah, so from a range of things. Um, some from CDs, yeah. De Piotto's CD, uh-huh, his okay, guitar solos right. and that, a couple of them. Um, from the Roses CD with yeah. Lola Meyer, yeah. obviously. Wait, what, what have you got from that? Dinette. Oh, yeah, that's great. I think I, I think I got that down a little yeah. while ago and then completely forgot it. It's like my absolute favourite. It's great. Yeah. It's so good. It's, I think like, I can't even remember what it is, but I remember like the, the beginning of it is really boobet, good. Boobet, boobet, right. right. Yeah. It's just yeah. really groovy. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, cool. Right. Okay. That's great. Um, what did you, is there anything in it, in the book that that you feel like you learned the most from as as someone who you know as a reader pretend that you're a reader what did you find well i think the 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 general principles for anyone to start soloing and that's really what char taught me in the the lessons that i mm-hmm. took with him is yeah. just that's great it's it makes it so much fun you know yeah. like for example if you're learning a new tune what is the point in the tune that you like? Because they're all really similar. They're sure. all just like different combinations of not that many different chords. Yeah. And um, there are so many repeated ideas in yeah. swing. So what is it that makes that tune unique? And then bring that out when you solo, you know? Maybe mm-hmm. it's one chord. Where's the like high point of the tune, yeah. for example? So that's something I think 
that I always come back to when I'm right. looking at a new tune is like why why do I like this tune because there's always a reason yeah that you like it or you don't um and the importance of the melody and just those ways of working through the arpeggios and getting to know the harmony yeah. so that you can play melodically yeah because if you don't know where if you don't know what every chord is then yeah. you will will it will yeah. come out in your playing you Absolutely. know you'll sound like you're floating over it which yeah sometimes Grappelli does and yeah, Django so. never does yeah know? yeah and that's why it's very much it's very violin the music of well but Charles approach is really f coming from Django mm-hmm yeah okay yeah okay um he said he's been told that he plays the violin like a guitar yeah. he's also been told that he plays the guitar like a violin so. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know about either of those things well as in like there's some ideas that he does on the violin where he almost frets it you yeah. know like arpeggios okay. where you climb up yeah he does do that actually yeah. I know what you yeah. mean stuff that you which I really like yeah. because that's a, a much more like common sense way of yeah. getting around the violin yeah. I get put off by you know etudes and scale books with all these fingerings because I can't remember the fingerings and if you know what yeah. the note is that you want it might not be the most elegant way to get around the instrument but it yeah. can really work yeah I know what you mean I know what you mean um, try, how, how, I feel like I do know what you mean, but I'm trying to see how. Well, like for example, if you're playing like an A minus six okay. arpeggio, and you move up on every A, you move onto a first uh -huh. finger, and you just climb up from the G string, and then yeah. you move onto the. And every you know, time you, you repeat the, the pattern, which is a guitar. Yeah. Way yeah. of thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I have found that 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 approach is actually the for me has always been the best not that my my uh, up high playing is good but um when i'm trying to work on it i always find that that's the yeah that's how i that's how it works for me better that was one of my initial questions to char was like how can how do you get out the net because he's always going yeah right up into the top yeah and then. yeah he does seem i guess and it's something that i i i don't know if i find the bet the only way that i can get up is by a pattern up to get me up there yeah a lot of the time and but then the, the thing is i find that that can be a hindrance because if you if you fluff the pattern then you yeah then you then you bug it out yeah that e harmonic um, quite yeah. a lot yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's true yeah it's yeah. like one note that you're sure about and then yeah. <laughs> right from there yeah but yeah yeah <laughs> okay so um you said that you found the most the, like the most helpful stuff was the general musician stuff yeah, I th I think so. Um, yeah, the and and the getting around the violin. I mean, mm -hmm. really, the things that I went to him, my questions were. Also, he talked a bit about. Um, there's a section on like Eastern sounding ornamentation right. and stuff, which um, is something that I mean, that's another one of the styles that he plays. Yeah, and. I don't think I've digested that very much right. into my playing, but I find it it's really interesting, interesting and the scale the the different types yeah. of ornamentation is yeah. really good I'm and really it's such a different sound it's nice to get that variety yeah you know? yeah yeah he but, does that really well yeah. yeah yeah I went to him for lessons in Romanian music because he Did you? I know he does yeah bits of that and that's been really helpful he's really good for, you know. yeah when we were on a having a break when he came up to um, for one of the weekends that we were working on the book, we were having a break, and we he basically taught Karen and I a Romanian tune for about seven hours. Yeah, 
yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we drove like our entire block. Yeah. All the people locally, insane. Yeah, the thing is that stuff it it can can be quite stressful to listen to someone practicing that. Yeah, but that is just the the only way to learn it, and yeah. you know, it's just you got to do it really slowly, yeah. and you got to repeat it and repeat it because yeah. it's it's all just almost exactly the same and slightly different. Yeah. But it's very patient in that way of learning, which yeah. yeah, is refreshing, I think. So how long did it take you to finish the book from beginning to end? Um, it's been, it's coming up to three years, but it's like, right. yeah, it was 2015. And I thought it was ready about, well, I thought after a year it was nearly ready, but then we hadn't done the audio stuff. And uh. then, like, I think any project, the last bit that you think is going to be easy like getting it actually into print took yeah. longer and longer right. and i had to learn another program for that which was adobe oh really right okay so that's you did all this then you did it from, yeah you did, did all it the, at home. i mean i don't know anything about how you make a book but you did well, like the production of the book yeah. as well as the yeah i made it into a pdf basically and adobe indesign is good because it's um, you can mix images and text quite easily okay Right. But it's yeah easier than like Photoshop or something, which is not made for a bigger document. Yeah. You know? So it took three years, and what do you think? What was what do you think was the hardest part of it? Was it you like maybe you just like, transcribing the solo for Blue Drag that John wanted me to put in there? Right. <laughs> because it's one that's full of Eastern ornamentation. Ah. Oh my okay. god. Yeah. It was almost impossible right it's, it's, you know transcription is always yeah not an exact thing I think yeah. anyway you can get as close as you can get yeah sure but that tested my yeah I've, patience I, and skills <laughs> I found because I have spent quite a lot of time trying to transcribe like Romanian stuff have you yeah yeah it's something I really I really like it's something that I like would like to get good at but probably don't practice it enough but I have spent I do spend time on and off like really caning it going for the remaining stuff and it's fucking it's so hard yeah that like when but you can't really learn it only by ear though can you maybe if you've learned well enough. it's just that I'd spent I'd, I'd seen Char as well and yeah. he's gone oh no they do this <laughs> you go alright oh, okay now I get no what not that, that is. But a little yeah you go, do you? oh fuck <laughs> man there's like 12 notes in there you did it in like one <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's stressful. But I am. Um, what I'm saying is that the transcription part of it is so hard. That stuff. Yeah. It's just like, it's just what was where's that? Where's the beat and what's on the beat and yeah. what's before? That's what I was getting. Just finding yeah. it really difficult. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, it. Where's the bar line? Because it's all very like you're decorating that note. Try to touch that. We're gonna go. Whoops. It's alright. <laughs> We've not peaked, so that's that's good. We're alright. Um, yeah. Where's the bar line? I know what you mean. Because especially with the, I guess with Blue Drag, I imagine what was it's quite, it was quite a slow tempo. Yeah. Which, yeah. Wait, wait, I am, and he'll be doing a lot of the the, the um, stuff that does go over over the beat. Yeah, and um, because I don't have like a frame of reference, really, I don't m know much about, don't know enough about that music to be able yeah, to. Yeah, but guess, I don't even but. think a lot of that. I find a lot of that is like un. I'm just, we're just having a look at it now. Yeah, it looks... Oh, my God. Just, you know what I mean? When you get to, like... Jesus. Is that a hemi, demi, semi, quaver? That's triplet? intense, yeah. But, yeah, no, that's also... That's hard. Yeah. Yeah, that must have taken a long time. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, and you also did the 
you did the art in the front of it, right? I did. I painted a picture of Char. Right. It was really, yeah. yeah. It looks cool. It's really cool. Okay. What else would I like to know about this? So I actually haven't even really looked at it yet. Um, it must have been quite interesting doing the biography part of it, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah, you, how just um, Charles' musical experience and mm -hmm. and putting it all together. And um, was that just asking him, I guess, the biography part of things? Yeah, he pretty much just told the story uh -huh. of uh, his. Yeah, getting playing flamenco guitar mm -hmm. as a young boy, yeah. and then getting more into clarinet. Yeah, and then. Um, only taking up the violin relatively late yeah, like for violin, yeah. yeah. It's pretty crazy that, isn't it? Did you, you also, um, you told me a story about trying to get hold of the photographs. Yeah, well, we, I kept saying to Chuck, um, we really need some pictures for the book, you yeah. know, even if it's just one or two. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, 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 I lost my dad. <laughs> and um, I, I think that he asked Vivi and that um, he wasn't too keen on giving them to Char because Char might lose them and these were like their own their old yeah. family photos you know yeah so in the end having asked a couple of times he's like Do you know what we'll just come and collect you and we'll go never <laughs> <laughs> go to see your dad and yeah and he was really sweet we stayed there for the afternoon and he showed yeah. us you know these boxes of family photos yeah um of Char when he was little playing all different instruments so yeah yeah right. it was really nice so um he didn't lose any of them he didn't lose any of them that's good <laughs> Char was like, you know, photos just aren't that important to me. Like, yeah. Yep, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> what are you going to do with it? And I think it must be, it's hard to imagine, but it's quite an abstract um, process for him, really, writing this book because yeah, yeah. Does, I'm, I found it hard to get a sense of that book as a whole, but if you can't yeah. even, like, flick through it and, you know, see what's there. Yeah. So he... He wanted to um, yeah, that is get somebody to read it for, to him to get an idea of it before we published it. But right. he's so busy, in yeah. the end, it didn't happen. Yeah. So, you know, I hope he's happy with the result and mm -hmm. uh, he will get to know more about it mm -hmm. now that it's out in print. Yeah. So how have you, how have you printed it? Is it published through a publishing company? Or no, just self-published. Self because it's cool. such a kind of niche thing. Yeah. And the people I've spoken to who've published... Um, basically just said not to bother with trying right. because of the return that you get right um, but yeah that's what it is I at guess, the moment I guess it's the same as record companies and stuff like exactly. that exactly yeah and like these days you can find your market without without the help of a big company you know yeah. if anybody's interested in Char they can find yeah. the book yeah. so it's like I don't know how much benefit there is to yeah Word of mouth slash word of internet does a yeah, lot, exactly. doesn't it? I guess because like you know there are there is a lot of people who who are sort of always looking for stuff from their favorite musicians. Aren't yeah. They? And if they find out that it exists, they're like, oh, where do I get it from? They just got to look yeah. for you, and that's good. Yeah, yeah, I've had a really nice response so far Lovely. from that's good. one Facebook post. So that's yeah. Good. yeah. 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 Have you? So have you? You sent some out then? Yeah, I've sent out about. <laughs> 20 or 30, I think. Right, yeah. cool. Okay, it's great. Hong Kong and yeah. America. Yeah. Western America. Yeah. I imagine that'll be a sort of steady stream, you know. Let's hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think it, I think it's a really good idea. It's really cool seeing people doing stuff like that, you know. It's great. It's a really good, really good idea. Yeah. 
Well, it's nice seeing the reaction of people. Like, yeah. oh, Char, Char's amazing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, yay. Yeah. Yeah, great. <laughs> hey, so you're, um, at the moment, you're doing some stuff in the UK with Duved. How's that going? Yeah, it's good. We've just finished um, a week tour. We've mm-hmm. been in Shropshire. We've been at the Birmingham Jazz Festival. Yeah. For three very, very busy days. With yeah, like you said two you or did. three gigs. You did two or three two-hour gigs. <laughs> three two-hour gigs in one day. That's yeah. pushing it for me. I haven't yeah. got the chops. <laughs> I don't think anyone does. I think that's pretty intense, to be honest. You wouldn't want to practice for that long, you know? Well, yeah. Although that's also something in the book, Charles, like, you know, back in the day, yeah. you'd play for six hours. That was just, like, standard or whatever. Yeah. You know? I, I, I mean, everyone's done that. I feel like I have done that, but... I don't know, you don't want like forced to do it in front of yeah. a lot of old people. Do you? <laughs> well, the, the funny thing was the last gig on the uh, Thursday night was in a restaurant and all the other gigs were sort of outdoor and free venues right. and whatever, whereas this obviously you had to come in and buy a meal. Right. So it was quite empty. So it was just like... The end of our tether. That was good. It's really good fun. Yeah. It's really, really nice to play with Duved yeah. and Lee Barker. He's base. really good, eh? Yeah. Duved? He's great. Does the, the Django thing. He does. He walks the walk. Yeah. Walks the walk. He does. I mean, he looks like Django. <laughs> he does look like Sounds Django. Like Django. Yeah. He is Django. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that but you've got a CD was with that. With we that made a CD break. in April to sell on this tour. So, oh right, okay. Yeah, because wow. we did this tour last year and we're like mm-hmm. we really need a CD to sell to boost. That's some good uh, uh, foresight. Good. Yeah. yeah well cds i mean it's yes it's a dying medium but yeah there's still it's quite funny actually the the crowd in birmingham we had quite an let's say retired population <laughs> <laughs> and they were all really into buying cds yeah. and then we went to cambridge for a gig at a uh, really cool jazz cafe with yeah. hot numbers right. and everyone there was like you know like where's the digital download you know yeah it's it's weird so there's this split and i i was telling my godmother was saying like that CDs are dying medium. She's like, no, it's not. Yeah, yeah. I've just got <laughs> everyone into listens. Them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That I think that is the case. I've got loads of CDs of my band, and you know, people. But the thing is, is some places, like you said, you go to, and everyone wants a CD. Yeah, and it's like a souvenir, isn't yeah. it? So, yeah. So yeah, that's been a good fun. We've got our last night tonight. Le cucumber. Le cucumber. Baby. Yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. And then back to Amsterdam. It's a nice one to do acoustic in there. Exactly. It's yeah. A really good one for the that. ones we've had, uh, it'll be our third acoustic gig of the tour. Yeah, mm-hmm. much prefer it. Much, much prefer it. When I saw David, he played with Adrian Delmer. Mm-hmm. Is that the Parisian dude? Well, uh, he's not yeah, Parisian, he's but he lives American, in, but in yeah. American yeah. Paris. And they did it acoustic at March Manouche. And it was really nice. And it actually forced everybody else, not forced, but it made everybody else go. Encouraged. Oh, let's, yeah. <laughs> but everybody just did acoustic sets then. Did they? Yeah. Oh, that's Everyone great. Like, oh. They changed the tide. It's great though, because I wow. do get sick of like, I feel like gypsy jazz has become this like weird, like r- acoustic rock. Oh, it's strange, sometimes. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, like for example, at Samoa, at Fontainebleau Festival, I just, that's part of the reason I don't want to go to see what's on the main stage is that like 
I find it hard to see this music suited to a mm. big stage. It isn't suited to a big no, stage. No, and I'd much rather just like chance upon something in the summer campsite yeah. of like your heroes yeah. playing and it will just be so much nicer because it's like yeah. you hear the instruments. Although you know what I find about the Samara, well just the campsite thing, it's like it's nice that it's outdoors but that does sort of kill the t- the, t- the sound you know what you want what we want is like a little little yeah. caves yeah yeah <laughs> so, so just some, like a walled garden yeah <laughs> yeah that would be it if we did it maybe we should do it in a walled garden <laughs> but i do sometimes yeah you realize you have to like you've got to really cane it yeah to get any sound hard. out yeah um yeah I, I i know what you mean about that i've i think i think that is a but then what what if it wasn't for the festival doing that, then I don't know if there would be a festival. Or yeah. The, the concerts have to happen, and it, 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 I don't know, yeah. Yeah, it just seems to be getting a bit further removed from uh, being mm. a Django festival. I don't know, the fact that it's like physically a bit f- in Fontainebleau now, instead mm. of uh, on the island. Yeah, ah, so you're in that camp. I'm in that camp. You're like a... On the don't campsite change camp. it! <laughs> Don't change things. I'm just too lazy when it's hot as well yeah. to leave. I don't, I don't go to the I don't go to, I don't go to the festival. But um, I guess that's why I actually don't really care that they've moved it because <laughs> I didn't really. I used I always just go to if when I go to Samwai I always go to one of the one of the concerts. Yeah. Hang out. Usually don't even don't even stay till the end of yeah. the, you know don't stay to the headliner because the headliner usually is like someone who isn't who's not maybe not like jazz or swing or anything. Yeah. And I go home and I don't bother by it. So actually, uh, hearing everyone, everyone's complaining about. Well, everyone complains about everything. I mean, they do complain about it. It is funny. Yeah. That's. I mean, it, I think it is a bit funny how it's done. The split things happened. Now everybody's like, um, well, like some people go one one weekend and other people <laughs> go the other weekend, and everyone's like, well, when are you going? Oh, I'm going this week. And weekend. then people just go for ten days and yeah. just destroy themselves. Yeah. Or some people go for the whole two weeks and really yeah. ever since. Yeah, it's hard. I don't think I could do that. I'm definitely always happy to be leaving after uh, after a week. A yeah, week's, a week's enough. I went to the concert last year. I saw Ponty because I'd never seen him. Oh yeah, and that was amazing. And I was like, actually, the sound is really good in mm-hmm. Fontainebleau. So. Yeah. And the island was a bit claustrophobic. So. Yeah. I don't, Yeah, I don't know. I'm quite. I'm all right with the old with with the new uh, with the new the new place. I, I have. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I don't mind it. A lot of people are really pissed off about it still. Like, I'm not going there. <laughs> Veto. Yeah, but for me, I don't really mind. I think it's all right. I don't, I don't know the reason. There's like loads of like, lots of people have like conspiracies about <laughs> why it's moved out, right? It's pretty weird. Yeah. Have you heard, have you heard any of the conspiracies? Conspiracy theories. Yeah. Um, I don't know, isn't it like different management or something? Yeah, and that's why. And so it's just like, the same yeah. people at the same all the festivals and that's right okay oh, lots of people are like they're trying to kill <laughs> they're trying to kill the festival slowly but I, I think there was more gypsy jazz on the programme this year than there was yeah, there last was. year so yeah there was yeah. quite a lot I did but yeah I don't know for me I do just go there to hang out at the summer and have a jam yeah um, what's coming up with so what what have you got have you got any more work to do with the book what, um, just selling it and posting it. Okay, right. How many have you? How many copies have you got? Printed two hundred. Right. Okay. And uh, see how it goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because also, you know, if we need to change anything, can yeah. do that. 
Okay, yeah. Because Charles was like, I don't think he, he would ever feel like it's finished, you know? Like, right, okay. Um, Is he going to keep making you add to it? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I've got another chapter. Like, edit, edit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, Chad does never, he doesn't, he doesn't ever stop, does he? He's just no, basically... No, he's constantly learning yeah. new things, new styles. New, yeah. Yeah, it's inspiration. Yeah. So what have you taken away from the whole process then? That is possible. I did it. I wrote a book. Yeah. Yay. It's pretty good that you wrote a book. It yeah. is cool. So I'm, uh, I'm proud of it. Yeah. And, um, and I can just relax this winter. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. It's just nice to like share the love of the things that you like yeah. doing, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Excellent. Um, that feels probably about a good time to, to wrap it up. Yeah? Okey-dokey. Anything else you want to say? No, just thanks for inviting me. It's been right. nice. Cool. <laughs> um, where can people buy the book? Um, you can send me an email to joegardnerviolin at gmail.com and I'll send you details. joegardnerviolin at gmail.com Yeah, and you can PayPal or you can transfer okay. money and I send cool. you a book. Nice. I will... I'll put the links up for that. Um, okay. And how much is it? It is the book costs thirty euros, and then it depends where you live. But um, within Europe, it's ten for shipping. Okay. And to the US, it's or worldwide, I think it's sixteen. Okay. Very fair. Sounds good. Hope so. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Nice one. Buy the book. All right. Cheers, Matt. See ya. Bye. Thank you very much for listening to the Jazz Violin Podcast. I have been Matt Holborn, and we were chatting with Joanna Gardner about the new Chalimberger book. Please like, subscribe, all of that stuff. Uh, We're on Facebook. Um, I'm on Instagram, Matt Holborn, somewhere. Um... We're ah, we're just everywhere, really. As in, like, if you just search for us, we'll be somewhere. We'll be on the internet, wherever you are. Um, all of the uh, podcasting uh, platforms, etc. Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes. Uh, the list is really, really, really long. I don't, I don't. Yeah, you'll be cool. You'll, you'll find us. Although you already have found us, because um, you're listening right now. And I'm just talking for no reason about nothing. Thank you very much. Goodbye.